Good Friday morning. Ugh. Happy question mark Groundhog Day. Eleventh <laughs> straight gray day in New York City, but we finally found the sunlight at the end of this dreary tunnel. The sunny skies are set to settle in for the weekend. Oh, because oh. I was like, we found it. Where? Because I don't oh, see not it yet. There. I know. <laughs> not yet. Okay. So bad. <laughs> Groundhog here popped up and said, no, thanks. Not I'm yet. going back I'm in good. the hole. <laughs> A lot of people before sunrise getting ready because the party started early in Pennsylvania, as it always does this time every year. It was cold out there. A bunch of guys wearing tuxedos and those funny hats. <laughs> announcing whether spring will come early this year while cradling the giant rodent ripped from his sleep. But what this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day. An early spring is on the way. I love how excited he is reading that. I know, he's still. I mean, just, look at the people. I'm hyped this, seeing this. Right? Yes. I that's mean, a lot of people. It is truly an American <laughs> tradition that we celebrate right here. So here we go. Punxsutawney Phil reportedly did not see his shadow this morning, which means spring is on the way. Mm -hmm. But we're journalists here at Eyewitness News always. <laughs> so we found a second source, didn't of we? Of course. We always have to. And we went more local with this one. Um, Staten Island, to be exact. Staten Island Chuck did not see his shadow see either. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a groundhog here in studio to protect the weather, but we do have the next best yeah. thing. Come on. No. Oh, oh hey, yes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what say you, Daddy Beckstrom? It's not what do I say, it's what's what science says, people. It's come on. Science. It's science. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, seeing my face next to those groundhogs, it just. Especially like, Chuck that was smiling. That was tough. That's tough competition. Phil right was there. like totally out of it, but Chuck at least found the camera. Yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like this is one of those, you know, like the, the evolution pictures. Oh, <laughs> no. We're going to switch things up a little bit. It's also the one year anniversary of a very iconic New York mystery. Yeah. We all know and love Flacco the Owl. Flacco. Exactly one year ago today, someone slipped into the Central Park Zoo, cut a hole in the steel mesh cage, and freed Flacco. Hmm. The Eurasian Owl has thrived in his new, with his new lease oh, on life. Has Do you think he was in right? He totally has. Um, I mean, he has spent the last several months um, following his escape uh, in Central Park. Um, but the account Manhattan Bird Alert has kept <laughs> up with the activities, like really to down to the nitty gritty of what Flacco has been up to. Um, very active, taking up residence in a tree in the East Village back in November. Um, it was cool to see that sighting. What was, what was he on the fire escape? Yeah, somebody's right outside yeah. somebody's oh, yeah. apartment. It's been one year. And on the Upper East Side, looking into someone's apartment. Yeah. That was hilarious. I, I do. I do see people gathered around in Central Park sometimes all taking pictures. Some historic news this morning that we want to share uh, from Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont announcing the state is going to become the first to cancel medical debt for eligible residents. Wow. This is extraordinary. According to Governor Lamont, the state plans to erase about one billion dollars in medical debt this year by leveraging six and a half million dollars from the American Rescue Plan Act fund. We've been looking into this and the state will contract with a nonprofit organization that buys medical debt and then eliminates it at reduced cost. In an interview with the ABC News, Governor Lamont explained the importance of giving people with medical debt a second chance. I think it's really important that people have a sense that they can start building wealth of their own for making that easier for people to do. And the best way to start is eliminate the debt you got. And this is not something they did because they were spending too much money. This is something because they got hit with a medical emergency. They should not have to uh, you know, suffer twice, first with the illness, then with the debt. 
Wow, this is life-changing for people. So who can benefit? Residents whose medical debt is equal to 5% or more of their annual income will be eligible for the program. And eligible households don't even need to apply. The contracted agency will work with state agencies to automatically wipe out the debt. So that relief should start going into effect by June. A bold and groundbreaking move, and we'll see if other states decide to do the same. Yeah. Here at Eyewitness News, you know we love a good story, an inspiring one. And right now, we have a good one for you. This is an exciting day. Pedro Rivera was born in the Bronx, grew up watching Eyewitness News. Look at young Pedro. Too cool. <laughs> when he decided he wanted to go into the news business, he got an internship in the Eyewitness News Sports Department. Love this story. After graduating from college and working at TV stations on the West Coast, Pedro coming home. Ah. Yes, tomorrow morning he's going to make his debut on the weekend morning anchor desk alongside Michelle Charlesworth and Danny Beckstrom. New teammate, let's go. I love that. So Pedro, <laughs> welcome. It's a homecoming for you, yes. but you yeah. spent some time out in Hollywood. I did. And you happen to also be a big movie buff. Yeah, movie guy. So we want to do a little round robin of okay. questions for you. So since this. you are a movie buff and since we are going to be airing the Oscars That's in right. 37 days, <laughs> who do you have dibs on? Because I know you love movies. Yeah, so best, best picture, I think Oppenheimer is going to win. That's the brain pick. My heart American Fiction, The Holdovers, okay. fantastic movies. I saw uh, Nyad, which is not nominated for Best Picture, okay. but I saw Nyad yesterday. Fantastic, but Oppenheimer is, is yeah. the movie. A lot of people, okay. we, we gotta catch up on these gotta movies. See Oppenheimer. I, see, I go every week, every week I, I see a movie. I go to the theater every single week. I like to go watch them, especially around this time of year. So, wow. so you're able to judge these performances in these films? In real time. So, so we thought if, if and when, actually when, they make when? a movie of when? Pedro Rivera. <laughs> who, would you, who would you want to play you in a film? That's not passing a lot into me. that question. Um, <laughs> probably uh, Jarrell Jerome. Um, he, another, you know, Afro-Latino like myself. He's younger than me, which can help, you know, bring down my age a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking like The Rock because I was like, I want to yeah. be this big muscular. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, probably Jarrell Jerome. He's a fantastic actor. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So tell us, I mean, you got to be super excited. Your family's here. Yeah. And this is just, it's kind of full circle for you. It feels weird. I was an intern here at WABC, um, born in the Bronx, and I spent my elementary school years in Albany, and then um, for several years I moved to Ellenville for high school, which is a very small town in upstate New York um, near Kingston, um, and then Pace University, graduated in Westchester County, and then moved right back to the city and got my first couple jobs here in, in New York, um, and then my mom's here, my family's here, oh, aunts, uncles, That's everything. So. Uh, I grew up watching this, and, and the fact that I'm here right now sitting on this desk is I've fulfilled a dream. You're going to spend I feel a lot the same exact time way here. having been from Queens yeah. and finally yeah. working at the, this, you know, storied yeah. station. It's just Even just walking by the station, right? looking from the outside, yeah. it just gives me goosebumps. Yeah. It's really special. That, yeah. Yeah. Let's so round out the I'm, team. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, is there maybe something that you are excited about specifically about this new weekend job? Maybe a person? Maybe a person like a Michelle Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh! oh, there she <laughs> is. There? <laughs> How you doing this morning? Oh, my dog is excited. Precious. Hi, Precious. Now, Michelle is... We're so excited to be together, Pedro. I just met you, like, in the summer, and then I met you... Monday. Yeah, Monday. And we got to hang out, so that was nice. Pretty, you be quiet. We got lunch together, um, and I learned a lot about her. I even told Michelle, like, first five minutes of 
coming to the station, I was like, oh, there's so much stuff under my desk here already. And she was like, don't worry about it. She crawls under and is just throwing everything out. She's like, yeah, get comfortable, get comfortable. That sounds about right. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm going to be dealing with. This is fantastic. So, yeah, she's been It wasn't wonderful. my stuff. Uh-huh. It was other people's stuff. Uh-huh. Was it Mike's stuff? No. I think Mike no, was by the might have been Mike's stuff. It, it might have been Mike's stuff. Furry, those furry boots, I will take The furry back. boots. Because, you know, now that we've The Uggs, the furry yeah. Uggs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, we're so excited to have I get to work with you. And, and, you I know, was waiting for you to say it. I mean, you've been on camera for like four minutes well, now. Well, I'll say quickly behind the scenes thing. I made a comment, you know, about Taylor Swift and the NFL. Yes. Yeah. And I, I learned very quickly there's a line you do not cross. And Taylor Swift yeah. is that line with Danny. Basically what he's saying is we've already had our first fight, but we made it through. <laughs> we made it through. And if we can get through a fight over Taylor Swift, we can make it through anything. Okay, well. Anything. I don't know. I think we're friends. Yeah. Sure. Listen, I think the Pedro <laughs> era is fantastic. I yes. think. Welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome. So yeah. excited thank you for guys. all of you. Thank you. Thank we'll you see you right tomorrow morning. See you tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Yes. Tomorrow morning. Yes. 6 a.m. Heart disease is the leading cause of death in women in the United States. And today is Go Red for Women, an event to raise awareness about heart disease and risk factors affecting millions of women and families. Um, and today we have Dr. Anu Lala with us. Uh, she is a cardiologist at Mount Sinai Hospital. Um, Dr. Lala, thank you, first of all, for being with us. We appreciate it. Such an important conversation. My pleasure to be here. Of course. Um, you know, um, Dr. Lala, when we say number one killer of women, and I feel like we've been saying it year after year, uh, and it affects, it impacts so many different women. It doesn't matter the color of their skin. It, it, it's just across the board. Why is this something that we continue to have an issue with, especially when it's preventable? Yeah, I think, you know, it's such an important day uh, in general. As you mentioned, cardiovascular disease does kill more women than all forms of cancer. We typically think of breast cancer, for example, being the number one threat to women, and that's not the case. And despite it being the number one killer, only about 40, 45% of women actually recognize that cardiovascular disease is their greatest health threat. So I think that's the key, right, is that there's the awareness is so important. And that's why Go Red for Women is such an important event. It was launched in 2004. After, this is 40 years after Lyndon Johnson declared February as Heart Month mainly for this purpose, to raise awareness for us to recognize that cardiovascular disease is our greatest threat. And that, you know, there's multiple things that go into that. It's need for being more active. It's the need for eating right, sleeping right, Ooh. watching blood pressure, cholesterol. Right. So days like today, you know, it helps with the awareness, but also the medical advancements obviously help. And I know Mountain Sinai specifically got a grant, a large portion of funding that's specifically for women and underrepresented communities when it comes to coronary disease. Uh, I might not be getting all those facts right, but are, are grants like that just key to making sure that the numbers in general can be reduced? Yeah, you're, you're, I could go on and on, you can see that. <laughs> but I think that's exactly right. I mean, it's it's raising awareness and raising awareness for the purposes of, of advocacy. And advocacy means funding life-saving research that really educates women across the US and worldwide. Um, so it's, it's committed to raising awareness, discovery and mitigating disparities in care. What is one thing that we could say to women who may be watching this program right now, um, women who might be afraid to start taking that statin because this is a life, you know, a lifetime drug? What can we say to them to reassure them that they that the care that they need they should get? 
Yeah, thanks so much for that. I think it may sound trite, but we have to recognize that cardiovascular disease is our number one threat as women. And we are, it's not, no one is immune, right? And so that awareness in and of itself is important. Take the time to tune in with your body. Recognize if you're having symptoms that don't feel right and don't hesitate to seek uh, medical care or medical attention just to make sure. Um, so I think uh, really awareness is key, checking in with ourselves and and not being afraid to ask for help and reassurance. Thank you so much, Dr. Lala, for uh, spending some time with us. So really appreciate your insight and Thank you. helping to raise awareness. Welcome back, everybody. If you're looking to score some President's Day deals or ideas for a Valentine's Day present, maybe, um, and you're on a budget, we've got the details you want to hear. Yeah, Nita's joining us here at the desk. What you should be looking out for sales in February. Hey, hey. Nita. This is a big month. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. And it couldn't come at a better time with all this dreariness you're bringing us. Yeah. Who doesn't need some retail <laughs> therapy? Retail therapy. Bring it on, definitely. Yeah. But first, I want to tell you about the stats. What do you think the average is that we will spend on Valentine's Day, the average? I think somewhere in the billions. Like, oh, you mean like no, no, each no, person? Per person, oh. sorry. Oh. Like a couple hundred bucks, 300 bucks? <laughs> Definitely 300, what do you think? <laughs> One bag of, of chocolate, um, uh, it's $5.99. So that's the stat, if that's, that's the total, maybe like around 100? You're, you're between you two. Okay. So here are the money stats of what we're gonna spend. Let's do it. The average person is gonna spend $165 oh. on Valentine's Day, but apparently if you got pride, you got more Benjamins because the LGBTQ population is gonna spend way more than that, $248 uh -huh. on your sweetheart. And a lot of us, and this is from Retail Me Not, are looking for experiences instead of, you know, an expensive gift, an experience. Okay. And w I just checked on Groupon. Yeah. There's such fun experiences right now. Yes, you can go to a spa Ooh. or you can go bowling together. <laughs> you got ours. Yes, yeah, you can go to Sam's Club and you can go skiing at American Dream if you've oh, never done that. Cute. For And it's way, way cheaper. It's like $42 each to get yeah. in there. And it's usually a lot more. Well, so it's better you than should. the flowers, okay. too, that yeah. just wilt and die. Yeah. Yes, yes. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of flowers, I have right here the top seven list of things that are people are, people okay. are giving. Yes, right, and there's going to be a quiz. So number seven, clothing, shoes, accessory. Number six, jewelry. Number five, dining out, which is so expensive now. So how about a special home-cooked meal? I love that. Because, you know, I like doing that yes, stuff at home. Yes, Gift yes. cards, uh, wah, wah. <laughs> and then flowers. <laughs> order your flowers now. Do not wait until um, separate. What do you think the number one is? Number one. Uh, oh, uh, look, you got it. Chocolate. Wow. Chocolate is the number one gift to give. I like chocolate. I'll take the whole list. What? I wouldn't say no. Chocolate okay. is, chocolate puts what, me in a good mood. What about jewelry? Jewelry, okay, funny that you, wait, do you have something in mind? I know. Oh, man, I don't door? know, should I? Yeah. <laughs> should get, we'll tell your wife, get ready. I'm taking notes, so right. I'm, you know, just well, all the you know, who does, We all want bling right now. Yes. But bling is really expensive. Yeah. Gold is trading at $2,000 an ounce. But guess what's a better option? Silver. Silver's only $23 an ounce. Okay. And I love silver. Yeah. Silver's gorgeous. So a nice now. silver set <laughs> is, yeah. <laughs> uh, we were over in Dumont at a, at a mom and pop shop and they said, you know, don't wait till the last minute. Of course, pearls are always a very good bet because they're timeless. Yeah. If you're going to get gold though, um, 14 carat, there's 18 carat and 24 yeah. carat. You don't have to go for the 24 carat because guess what? You can go for the 14. It's sturdier. I did not know this. Oh. The higher you get up in carat, the softer the metal is. Mm -hmm. 
So it might yep. be a little bit different color, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, really blingy, but it's going to be softer. And I'm very hard on my jewelry. I, it always kinks up. I throw it in my bag. It's in like in a shoe somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, you got to, you know, if you want to take care of your stuff. But gold, obviously, is a big investment. If everything breaks yeah. down in the whole world, like on that movie that I just yeah. watched, Leave the World Behind. <laughs> oh, if, yeah. Yeah, if you, you know, because if you can't get to yeah. your money, yeah. you want, you know, your gold because that's going to be something that's always going to be worth something. Yeah, I'm the worst with jewelry. It's probably why I wear the same jewelry all the time because yeah. I lose it. Yeah. I like the minute I take Me too. If I need to make a buck, um, I'm looking at your shoes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about President's Day sales? Because this is like a big month, like you yes. said. And pre yes. President's Day, we got the Super Bowl and President's Day sales, mm -hmm. and that's all kind of coinciding with these great prices for you. Yeah. President's Day is the 19th, but the deals are going to drop um, uh, probably a week in advance. And one of the best things you can be get during President's Day, Day sales are TVs. Samsung is like 30% oh. off. You can get an OLED TV for less. And appliances. This is probably the best time of the year to buy big kitchen oh, appliances. And also mattresses. Mattresses are about 50% off. When you're looking at these items, make sure you look for coupons. And then you ask for a price match. If you're looking at appliances, ask for a, um, a bundle deal or maybe something that was so you get a whole suite. The more you spend, the more you save. For mattresses, you know, sometimes things come um, that are unboxed or the floor display is a ask if the floor display is for sale because then you can save a ton of money. Don't forget that. your winter clothing's on sale. Always shop out of oh. season. Great tips, yeah. as always. Happy Valentine's Day. Same to you. Well, it's Friday. We almost made it through the work week, and that means it's time to talk about what's up this weekend. Let's get started. Let's do it. Governor's Island hosting its third annual ice sculpture show on Saturday. Live ice carving, food trucks, DJs, and an award ceremony for the best creations. That sounds good. Nice. Um, and in Lower Manhattan, the Lunar New Year Family Festival at the China Institute in America. Lion dances, uh, string puppet performance, rice dough sculpturing, uh, tea whisking and tasting, and 3D sugar painting, all to celebrate the year of the dragon. Or you could snag some free books at the Brooklyn and Book Bodega. Kids 10 and older and adults can select as many books as they can carry Saturday, starting at 11 in the morning. It's free, but you gotta register online to reserve a spot and consider making it a donation to the spot that a lot of people love. That sounds like an awesome uh, activity. Also in Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Academy of Music's 26th Annual Kids Film Festival is back. It features some of this year's best short films for kids from around the world. We're talking animated, live action, and documentary. Oh, nice thing for, for families to do there. Um, and also this, a great new exhibit opened yesterday at the New York Public Library's Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture. The Ways of Langston Hughes features photographs that offer an intimate look at Hughes with students, writers, visual artists, and performers. It will be on view through July 8th. I like that.